Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to At the Table with Demonique. I'm your host, Demonique, and our special guest today is Jessica Stevens. Hey, Jessica. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so happy that you are with us today. Yes, I'm Um, I'm, excited. That's great. So you guys know, before we get into any conversations, we always have to start with one of my favorite parts of the podcast, and that is snack time. Um, But you know, but before we start eating snacks, I got to tell you guys, thank you so much. Uh, I am definitely appreciating the feedback that you all are giving me. Um, I appreciate the fellowship and, um, you know, the comments and you sharing. So please continue to do that. Please continue to like, comment, follow, share, all that good stuff, depending on which platform you are listening to on this podcast. So uh, Jessica is probably new to my podcast, but Jessica, before we get into snack time, mm-hmm. we have to pray because I am a Southern raised girl Amen. and I spent a lot of time with my great grandmother, Lucille, okay. and she always made sure that we said our grace even if it was for a snack, if it was for tea and crackers, we always say our grace. So we're just going to bow head for a moment, All right. say our prayer, and then we'll get into the snack time. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for this food that we're about to receive. We ask that you let it bring nourishment to our body. We thank you for this and all other blessings. In your son Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. So, Jessica, because we have table banners, you are our guest at the table today. (laughs) You will go first. So, Jessica, tell us what you are snacking on. Okay. So, today I am snacking on uh, old school favorite uh, oatmeal cream pie. Can't go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Actually, this is starting to be one of my favorites. I used to not like these, but now these are starting to be really good. So, Got me a little Debbie cake. <laughs> Go listen. So okay, you didn't like little Debbie's. So when did you start liking these oatmeal cream pies? You know what? I'm not even gonna lie to you. It had to be like a month ago. My wife loves them. I do not can't stand them. And just one day it just was looking so nice. <laughs> and I said, Let's get a bite of that. And she was like, You don't even like these. And I said, I don't know, let me try it. And now I'm like I need two or three of them. <laughs> that oh, is hilarious. Yeah. So go ahead, take a bite of, bite of your snack. Let the All audience, right. our friends, our family know how you react when you eat this snack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It's so moist. It's falling apart. I don't know if you can see it, but. Mm. Oh my gosh. That's some good stuff. <laughs> that, that is, is so awesome. <laughs> So, Jessica, you are not going to believe this. About maybe four or five days ago, I was in a store with one of my friends who were buying some stuff. And I was like, hey, let's go to the frozen food department because Mm -hmm. I wanted to pick up some onion rings uh, for dinner. Maybe I'll bring the onion rings on as one of my snacks. And so as we are leaving that department, they had an oatmeal cream pie ice cream. No way. I was like... No way did they put an oatmeal cream pie 
and an ice cream, right? Wow. Um, and so my friend was able to pick it up. I wasn't able to pick it up because I'm vegan. So okay. it didn't, you know, they um they didn't have a non-vegan version. Oh man. Um, so two days ago, I'm in the store. And what do I see? No Jessica, way. You're not gonna believe this, Jessica. No way. <laughs> I have an oatmeal. Oh my god, <laughs> where did you find that? There's no way. Jessica, they have a vegan version. And it, it, I was laughing because we kind of have the same snack today. <laughs> on point. I mean, you can't make this up. This is on point. <laughs> yes. So I have the, it's a non-dairy version of Ben and Jerry's non-dairy oatmeal dream pie. Right? Okay. And so... The other thing that I think is really cool is because um, a few episodes ago, I reviewed some cookies by this brand called Partake. Okay. Partake makes the cookies for the Ben and Jerry ice cream. How, how so, crazy is that? So crazy. So I'm like, I'm just in shock. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know they even had ice cream, let alone a vegan that's crazy. Vegan, right? Now, let me just tell y'all <clears throat> something, okay? Vegan does not equate to healthy because this ice cream really? is not healthy. No, nah, girl, this ice cream ain't healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it just don't have any animal in it, okay? Okay. And I am going to... I actually... If, when this is posted, I'll have to show people. I actually have my scale right here. This is my food scale, okay? No way, you're not, you're not even joking. I, you know, <laughs> I'm about to measure out a serving. Actually, I'm measuring out half of a serving because one serving, it's not always the carbs that gets me, but I'm sorry, it's not always the calories, but it's the carbs. It's so the carbs, one okay. serving is 48 carbs. Oh, so wow. I'm going to measure out half, half. <laughs> of a serving. Half of a serving. The dedication. Half. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Listen, I've been <laughs> trying. I've been trying. Okay. So that is half of a serving. Oh, you're going to enjoy and, that. You all right. So let <laughs> And for the people who can see, can y'all see how much half of a serving? That is like, I don't know two spoonfuls. I'm actually going to take a snap a picture really quick, Jessica, before I taste this, because I need to show folks who follow me on like Instagram or Facebook what a serving looks like. Then you know what? That serving don't look too bad. Honestly. Uh, yeah, but I would need a baby spoon you know to have multiple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to have like multiple bites. This is to okay, so, it out, so I can okay. This this is a live taste test. So let's see, let's see if it gives me those memories of eating oatmeal cream yes, pies. Let, as let a me kid. see. Let me see. Mm, good. Yeah, it's good. It's okay. good. Good flavor, good texture. You know, not disappointing. Yeah. No, I'm not. The cookie is good. good. Okay. I didn't know they had an oatmeal cookie. Yeah. Ooh. Looks like it's good. Yeah, Jessica, this is good. <laughs> yes, he's eating it. 
<laughs> Listen, we eat on this podcast, okay? <laughs> because yes, because just think about it. When you at the table with your friends and your family, don't you have food? You most definitely do. You can't you can't have a good conversation without good food. Hello. There you go. Hello. There you go. I agree. <laughs> Now, listen, I only have like one more little bit in here. So I am not about to sit this down. I'm about to have my little bit. Take and it, then we're going to get it. into this conversation. Okay. <laughs> All right. You make sure you enjoy it too. That that was a whole moment. <laughs> Savoring that moment. Oh, yeah. I know that was good. Yes. So I cannot believe that we both had oatmeal cream pot. This is the first time. This ever. has ever happened on the podcast. Really? <laughs> ever. That's something special. Ever. You gotta. That's something special, right? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely special. And I actually was just like, I, I, I don't know what among because I, I have multiple good things to eat. But I'm like, lately I've been really eating these uh cream oatmeal cream pies. I'm gonna grab one of them, and that's what I went with. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, let me tell. Um, let me tell the folks who are listening a little bit about you, what I know about you. Okay. So first of all, Jessica and I both are a part of a group that is geared towards creators. Mm-hmm. And so I saw her, her profile and she had like her tennis shoes on there. And so I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, I think you have a really cool business. Can you come on my podcast to talk about it? And you guys know that little emoji where like your mind is blown. Jessica said that to me and her mind was blown that I asked for her to come on the podcast. And so I want to tell people and tell Jessica, listen, you are deserving to tell your story. You are deserving for people to learn about you. Okay. And so I just thank you for being, you know, willing uh, to come on. I did talk to Jessica for about maybe 30 minutes or so, uh, you know, before the podcast was scheduled. And I'll tell you something, she's a really cool person and she has an even cooler business. And so I just can't wait to get to know her because, you know, like I said, we're part of a group, but I still have more to learn about her. Um, and so I present to you all again, Jessica Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate yes. the opportunity, and this is just a major blessing. I can't even tell you. So thank you for this having is, me. This is only the beginning, girl, and I can't wait to talk to you about the <laughs> tennis shoes that's in the back. But Jessica, tell us, where are you from? I am from Indianapolis, Indiana, that town, okay. 317. Is that where you live right now? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, okay. And um, how old are you? I am 35. I just turned 35. Woo-woo. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> yeah. So. That's awesome. So tell us about the, tell us a little bit about your business. Like what's the name of your business and what is it that you do? Okay. So the name of the business is Fresh Kicks. Kicks with a Z. So very different. Um, basically what we do is we are a laundry mat for tennis shoes. So uh, we clean them, we restore them, we bring them back to life, and we also do customizations on the side. So I have never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever heard of a laundromat 
for tennis shoes. And I thought that was so cool. Like, how did you, how did you come up with this? Like what inspired you to say, you know what? I'm going to start a laundromat for tennis shoes. I noticed that, um, okay, first off, I'm a big, big shoe fanatic. I love tennis shoes. Um, Started when I was very young, so it never left me. And I've noticed how big the shoe industry is growing. And I've noticed that um, they're they're missing a niche. They're missing something that um, is very useful in this uh, this circle. Um, So I'm like, man, I need to really feel that, feel that void because not everybody can go out and buy a $200 pair of shoes, you know, but they Mm -hmm. also still want to feel good about themselves. So why not be able to take the favorite pair of shoes that you've been rocking with for a while and let me bring them back to life. Let them, let me bring you back that joy of, Oh my God, I got a new pair of shoes. So, cause you feel good when you, when you look good. So I think I, I would love to bring that, that joy back to, to our community. So I'm like, let me start, let me start a laundromat, laundromat for shoes. I I think that's so awesome because tennis shoes are so expensive. Like, yes, I cannot <laughs> believe the cost. Like, okay. I am an ex tennis shoe uh, fan. I guess you okay. would say, okay, but I'm not a sneaker head. Okay. So okay. There's a, there is a difference. There is a difference because people will spend a lot of money for, for, for certain shoes. So, yeah, I think the most, now, now this was a, this was a long time ago. Um, I might've spent like maybe just under $200, like okay. 180-ish or so. Okay. Um, and this is when Nike first came out with that Nike ID, so you could put your name on your tennis shoes. Oh, yes, I love that. Yes, I remember. You remember? <laughs> yeah. So I used to um, I used to work out a lot, Jessica. Okay. I know y'all can't believe it because I don't look like a workout or right now, but I used to work out a lot three times a day. And one of the things that I always felt like is if you look good when you worked out, it'll make you feel good. So Absolutely. every gym outfit had a tennis shoe. I just... <laughs> <laughs> you were ready. You were ready to look good, yeah. feel good. And that's, 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 that's real. That yeah. logic is real. Yes. Yeah. So when you said that whole, when you, you look good, you feel good, I definitely can resonate with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the real thing. So before we go on a little bit, because I do want to know more about the business, I've been asking folks this question Mm -hmm. um, because um, religion and faith has come up a lot during most of the interviews. So I want to know, does faith or religion play a part in your life and your business? Most definitely. Um, I can say that the... um, the spirit and the aspect of religion and spirituality have been on my life, all my life. Uh, my father mm-hmm. was a, um, God rest his soul, was a, a ordained pastor. So I grew up in the faith. I grew up, you know, really following and really believing with your heart. And so, mm-hmm. yes, I will go a day without it. So, yeah. That's awesome. So you're a preacher's kid. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> So let me ask you, did you go to church? 
Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Ooh, <laughs> count them up. You could every day had a day. Every day had a service. It had a meeting. You just went. Okay, you just was there. <laughs> so let me tell you. This is how you know you are a real church kid. Like you grew up in church. If you remember sleeping under the pew. Oh, most definitely. Sleeping <laughs> under the pew. Sleeping out where the bathroom is. You know, when people sit and wait for the, yep. I remember that with the bench, with the bench. Oh man, that brings uh-huh. back memories. <laughs> Ooh, that brings back so many memories. Yes. Yes. I remember like, uh, uh, so when I was really young, we uh went to you know church like i said multiple times on sunday you know you might have had saturday off i think we had saturday off sometimes yeah sometimes sometimes yeah sometimes but you had church you know every day of the week and i can remember like so many memories in church like Mm. doing homework in church Mm -hmm. i remember like we're um the easter pageant she had easter pageant christmas pageant yeah (laughs) You had the dance committee, you had the choir, you had the ladies that cooked for, for a Sunday dinners, you had you prayed, yes. you had everything. You Yeah. <laughs> only thing yeah. only thing I don't get down with with church uh that I used to have to do is stockings. Oh man. Remember how many stockings you went through on a Sunday your mom yeah. tell you to sit down, don't get no run in them stockings. <laughs> Yes. 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 And you got to, you always had to have that clear nail polish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially on Easter. On Easter, it was bad. It was real bad. You know, we couldn't sit still. You got to keep your hair straight. Keep it, don't sweat it out. Sit down. Don't move. You got to take pictures. It's the whole deal. The whole deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. So, um, Jessica, it, so your laundry business, is this your primary um, source of income or is this something that you do in addition? This is something I do in, in addition. Um, during the day, I work as a forklift driver. Uh, I work with a uh, recall company. So um, mm-hmm. I'm on the forklift driving, thinking about shoes all day. <laughs> hey, you know, I have um I have seen a rise like um I'm from Savannah, Georgia, and so we have the Savannah Ports Authority. Mm-hmm. And I have seen a rise in the number of female forklift drivers. Yes, it is big. Um and it's and it's so crazy because Indianapolis is a big warehouse uh state. So a lot of places need forklift drivers and like women are just stepping up and like I'll do it I'll do it and lo and behold you see a lot of a lot more females on forklift drivers yeah that's true yeah that's so that's so awesome do you think um I know we're talking about tennis shoes um but <laughs> I want to ask you this do you think that the women are making the same income as the men uh because we hear I- so much about that about women not making the same income as men. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'll say I won't say the income because the income is pretty much the same throughout that mm-hmm. type of field. But it's mm-hmm. the opportunity, the opportunity okay. for you to be on a forklift. Uh, a male would get that before a female because of just you know this is a man's job. This is more masculine. So when they see women, 
they tend to, eh, you may know what you do and you may not. You got to prove to me what you can do. So it's a lot of that attitude instead of pay. So, okay. Yeah. It, uh, it's so funny because people are like, oh, you know, this is a, this is a man job. This is a woman's job. Women are the best multitaskers. Yes, they are. <laughs> I totally right? agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, yes, we, yes, we are. And we will surprise you every time. Every yeah. Time. I mean, we can do so many so things. Many things. So yeah, many so things. Yeah. So we definitely should not be underestimated. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> because it, you know what? Because it brings that womanly touch to that job because in, mm-hmm. in my in my insistence, I'm, and I feel like um, I bring a feminine touch to the job. You know, it makes the guys think something different. Like, oh, I never thought about that that way. Like, yeah, just think about it like this. So it it brings a different aspect to the job as well, not just what you can do. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure that that probably makes the guys feel like. Um, like they have a, a little or a big sister, depending on where you yes, fall in. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that is totally, that's the perfect way to say it. That's it. Yeah. So do you remember the first pair of tennis shoes you got to pick out? Not oh. like the first pair that you had, <laughs> but the first pair you got to pick out. Do you remember that? I do. I remember like it was yesterday. Oh my goodness. So me being, you know, growing up in a middle class home, we weren't able to get the high end shoes or so I would always, you know, ask and then mom, not this year, not this year. So finally, I think it was my sophomore year. Either my sophomore or junior year, I got my first job at Walmart. And so okay. my mom couldn't tell me no. <laughs> she couldn't tell me, oh, I didn't have enough money. So first pair of shoes I bought was a pair of Jordan Retro 13s, baby blue. Them things were the best. I would never forget. I think I slept with them on my feet. I'm not even lying. I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. I, I really was in love with those shoes. And honestly, that kind of brought in the aspect of me taking care of my shoes because I knew that this was like it. Like I'm not gonna never get me another pair of shoes. <laughs> but so I had to keep these up. So I learned how to keep my shoes clean. I learned what to wear, what not to wear with them to change them like I did the whole research so that kind of you know carried with me as I got older so yeah and Jessica I don't I don't know if kids grew up because you're close to age to me so I don't know if kids grew up like we did but I remember you had school shoes yes you had church shoes yeah and you had play shoes yes ma'am you did you had all (laughs) And you used them and you wore those and you never changed them. That's it. That's yeah. It. And so like you're saying, you learn how to take care of them. I can remember maybe on a Sunday night, you know, when you're getting your stuff ready for school, you had to take the shoestrings out of your tennis shoes, mm-hmm. take them to the sink. You wash them, make mm-hmm. sure they were nice and white. Maybe you put a little Clorox in there, you know, if they got <laughs> a little grungy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had to take a cloth and clean. And if you had a scuff, how many remember shoe polish? Oh, yes. I (laughs) I used that like it was the best thing since sliced bread. (laughs) Yes. Yes, It was, I was, I was, I used it. I definitely used that. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like my little nieces and nephews, they're small. But even at their age, I remember having to maintain your things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, ma- it made you, uh, um, it made you appreciate them more, you know, because you had to take yeah. care of them. They were yours. So you made sure that you wasn't going to get them scuffed or if you was going to play with them outside, you knew that you was going to get them messed up. So yeah, you, it wasn't more of a, oh, I'll get some more later. You know, you never had that. <laughs> never. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, so you, what were you about 15 years old? I think I was you... 15, 16, 15, 15 and 16. Yeah. Around that age. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so do you have like a favorite <clears throat> brand or a style of tennis shoe um, that you favor? You tend to, you know, gravitate towards, you know, what? I get this people ask me this all the time and I cannot give anybody a definite, like as a brand. No, I, I have many brands that I enjoy, but style. Yes, I do have a favorite style and <clears throat> people might say this is cliche. Like, Oh, that's boring, but I feel like no matter what type of shoe you have on, if that shoe is all white, crispy, you can't go wrong with an all white, nice pair of shoes. And I mean, you could take it back to K Swiss, to Reebok. I was the same thing. You can take it back to even BK, British <laughs> Knights. Um, a nice <laughs> pair of white shoes is just, you felt like you was, can nobody touch you. So. A nice pair of white shoes is to do it for me. Uh-huh. So I remember this is like elementary school age. I wanted some Nikes so bad. My mom wouldn't buy me the Nikes. All the kids in school were wearing Nikes. And growing up as a like a church kid, like mm-hmm. um at that time, the church that we went to, it was like, you know, you couldn't wear, the girls couldn't wear shorts and mm-hmm. pants and all that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I used to wear a lot of skirts and dresses to church. And so I remember we had a field day and my mom got me some white kids. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> I had a pair of those too. I had a pair of those too. Yes. I had a pair of those. Yeah. Jessica, I... So I know what you mean when you talk about the white tennis shoes, because I can remember me standing at the bus stop and it was like grass right there at the bus stop. Right. And I'm looking down at my shoes and I'm like, try, I don't want my, the grass to touch my shoes. And it was something about seeing those all white tennis shoes. So, yes. So you just felt clean. You just was like, Ooh, you can't tell me I'm not looking good today. <laughs> Yeah, I feel good in my white shoes. Yes, and you didn't want to step yes. on nothing. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yes, and listen. Speaking of stepping on stuff, I notice now kids walk funny in their tennis shoes because they don't want to crease them. <laughs> That's the thing. That is my nieces and nephew do that, and I and I and they'll catch them, and I'm like, "Is your feet hurt? Like, are you okay? <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to crease my shoes. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. But they just look, I don't know. They look like little baby dinosaurs or something. And they just, <laughs> you know, they have shoe creasing uh, things you can put in your shoe. Yes. I've seen those. Do you use those in your uh, tennis shoes? I do. I do. If, if, a, if a client asks me, I definitely do. Yes. 
Yeah. So, so how about in your personal shoes? Do you wear those? I don't. Or you don't mind a crease? I don't. You know what? I, growing up, I know which shoes to wear when and which shoes not to wear. Okay. So if I know I'm going out and I'm like going, going to be walking a lot, I'm not going to wear my nice, nice shoes. I'm going to wear my shoes that I can walk and be comfortable in. Because as you, as you get older, it's more comfort than what they look like because you, you got to be walking in them. So I'm in that stage right now, even though I'm still loving the, the shoe thing, but comfort is my thing. So if they're not comfortable, I'm not going to wear them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so with you. So one of my favorite uh, tennis shoes, a lot of people are surprised when I tell them because they say that they hurt their feet. Mm. surprisingly these tennis shoes don't hurt my feet and they are converse really you know i get that a lot that people you know because they're the sole is so thin and it's so flat if you don't have a flat foot you yeah it's it's not gonna be nice but that's i mean hey converse is classic you can't go wrong yes i agree converse are classic um gosh it's been (laughs) Oh, well, it was last summer. So I guess almost a year, not quite a year. Um, was it summer? I don't know. I don't. When did I go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to back. think. <laughs> so I went last year. I went to Paris. Oh, okay? wow. Okay. And Converse are a really popular shoe for Parisians. Really? And Yes. You were teaching and- me stuff. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so it- when you decide that you want to take a trip to Paris, um, get you some Converse. And so I have a lot of low, uh, low top Converse, right? Uh-huh. But what I found was that Parisians wear a lot of the mid top Converse. So okay. I, I think I might have played paid rush shipping. <laughs> I got some white mid top Converse. So that I would, you know, when I went there, I wanted to fit in with right. the Parisians. How'd it go? And I, it was great. I enjoyed oh, that's it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I walked the city. I mean, if I had on pants, if mm. I had on a dress, mm-hmm. whatever, I was wearing those shoes. I felt so comfortable. I saw so many people um, walking around in them. But I'll tell you this, and it may be because... Um, there are a lot of commuters and this is not like me being shady, but I noticed that a lot of people's shoes were not like clean. Mm, Okay. And like I said, I'm not dissing them, but you know, like we were just talking about how you had to wash the shoe strings and all that. And you try Mm -hmm. to make sure, but I think because they commute so much, you know, Converse has that white uh, bottom, Mm -hmm. you know, that little trim around it. I noticed that, you know, it was kind of scuffed, which is no big deal because if you're commuting, you know, and you're walking from place to place, there's dirt, you know, if it rains, there's there's mud. And so I didn't see where people were, I guess, so much obsessed Uh with their shoe. They were like, this is my shoe. It's a shoe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? You know, it's funny you say that because it's different from coast to coast. Um, I used to live in Arizona for eight years. And mm-hmm. as I, when I was out there, I noticed that a lot of people weren't so concerned of, you know, their shoes being clean. They were just <laughs> concerned of what you had on your feet. And on the West Coast, it's big out. It's, it's the beaches out there. It's hot. 
So you already know mm -hmm. that your shoes are not going to be like top notch, but you made sure you had your, some Converse's, you had some Vans, you had uh, any type of skater shoe, like those are big out there. And I'm like, wow, that is totally different from the East Coast. Like out, out on the East Coast, you've got to have a nice fresh pair of white, you know, Air Forces or Jordan. So it wasn't, a, it was like a, it was a shock to me. I was like, wow, they, they don't even care. They're just enjoying their lives, skateboarding in the sun. <laughs> Not too really worried about, you know, their appearance and how they perceive, you know, because they're just living their best life. I'm like, that's great. That's how we <laughs> all should be, you know. We all should be like that. But it's a difference. Yeah. It's a big difference. You When you said something that made me think about um, when you said Air Force Ones, Yes. You remember uh, Nelly had that song? Yes. Whenever. I could get something in my air for That will always be a classic. That will always, that will always be a classic. I guess our kids will, dad will never know. <laughs> will never know the yeah. Nelly phase. Yeah, and I remember how, like, when I was able to buy my own shoes, I was like, yeah. I'm getting some Air Force Ones. Uh -huh. And I don't think because the people that I was around at that time, they were from all parts of the world. This is like when I was uh, 18 years okay. old and I just joined the military. And oh, I don't nice. think people got my excitement about <clears throat> buying, you know, these shoes because they were like, okay. <laughs> right. They're just a regular pair of shoes. All right. <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, y'all don't know about these. Yeah, y'all don't, y'all don't know about them. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Yes. So you know, um, tennis shoes are kind of like synonymous synonymous with hip hop. Do you mm -hmm. agree? I hundred percent. Yeah, and so it's uh, it's so funny to me that you'll see people who have so much money because I remember growing up when you thought of people who were wealthy, they were like, not, how do I say, I don't want it to sound like tennis shoes aren't dressy because you could dress them up. I know that now, mm -hmm. but when you thought about people who had money, you always thought of people who had like high bottom shoes, mm -hmm. right? Loafers. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, had on suits. Oh so yeah. Now, yeah. now we see like, there's a trend where, um, kids are went, going to prom and they have on their tennis shoes. That blew my mind. I was like, if I only knew that I could do this when I was in high school, I would have been in some tennis shoes in my prom. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're doing it. I'm like, that is so. And the combinations they come up with, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, they it's have inspiring. sneaker. They have sneaker balls. Oh, yeah. now <clears throat> I can't wait to go to one. Uh, ooh. You I'm might going. have to host one. Yeah, I might have to. I just might have to because I love it. That idea of dressing up and still wearing the, the shoe and comfort that you enjoy. Yeah. What? Yeah. So when I see when I see celebrities and they're showing off their uh, tennis shoe rooms, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of surprising to me, but I like it because, hey, it makes them happy. So that's what's most important. Like um, DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. Number one, he's my he guy. Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, he shows <laughs> off his tennis shoe room. Um, yeah, so I just think that's so cool. But those guys spent a lot of money on, like, rare, rare uh, tennis shoes. Do you remember, like, it may still go on now, but when people used to have the designer tennis shoes? 
like yeah. like that was the a LPs. big thing. Yeah, that was a big thing in the nineties, late nineties, mm-hmm. early two thousands, when they used to put like Gucci, Louis Vuitton on some Air Force Ones. You just knew you was just you couldn't say nothing to you. <laughs> yeah, you just knew it like, oh, you got those LVs on, what are you wearing? <laughs> you like, yeah. So that was a thing. I don't really see that too much now. I, I don't really see that too much. But I'm sure somebody's yeah. gonna bring it back. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. So like I was mentioning the mid tops, do you have a favorite? Like, do you like a low? Do you like a mid or do you like a high? I used to be a favorite high top fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now as my my dress is changing, I'm a low top, like dunks and Air Force Ones and you know, low chucks. Those are those are my thing. So especially in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Le- less is, is best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let me ask you this. <clears throat> socks or no socks? Must have socks. Must have socks. Must have socks. I don't, I can't even tell you what a situation where you would even want to wear a shoe with no socks. <laughs> Unless it's like a dress shoe or like a heel or something, but a tennis shoe? No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Jessica. <laughs> no, ma'am. I- and my sisters do it all the time. They do it all the time. I'm just like, I I don't understand it. Like, why would your foot is just sweaty all day? There's no way. Okay. So with my converse, with my low converse, I do not wear socks. Uh, okay. You know what? That right there is the in-between because I understand because those shoes are tight, especially like Vans. Some people don't wear socks with their Vans, which I get it. It's more like a slip on, slip off type of thing. I get that. Mm-hmm. So I'll let it slide. I'll let that slide. But like whole full-fledged Nike tennis shoe, you better have a sock on. I agree. Because if I wore something like we're talking about Air Force Ones. Yes. Oh, what? Yeah. Anyway. I, I would have to put on a low, low sock. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's a newer <laughs> trend too that I've noticed? Like these kids love wearing tube socks. Is that a thing? Like high tube socks that shows the Nike sign? Like that's in there. I don't know. My nieces and nephews um, does it all the time. So I'm like, wow, that's a new thing. Pop, you know what? Well, being being from Georgia, I don't know if it's a Georgia thing, but I can remember when I was in high school. Like we used to wear the the funny looking socks, you know, with like, the balls with different- at the end of it. Well, those were popular, but I'm talking about like the high socks, the socks that would come up high. Uh-huh. Um, that was a thing. I don't I guess I don't pay attention to to like teenagers that much to to their fashion. So now I'm gonna be looking at kids at the school bus stop. Oh yeah, watch to them. see what Especially in the summertime. That's when they do it. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. The now, short see, that's shorts weird. with the high with the high socks. I'm like, wow, that's Okay, hey, if that's what y'all... I don't know if I would wear high socks in the... Not in this Georgia heat. Mm -mm. Oh, no, no. mm -mm. No, in this Georgia heat, you want, I don't know, some sandals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, It's too hot. It's too hot. I mean, I would be barefooted almost. Yeah. You know? But hey. (laughs) Yeah. 
So, you know, we were talking about uh, expensive shoes. Mm-hmm. What is the most you think you've spent on a pair of, do you call them tennis shoes, sneakers? Like what, what's your normal language? Um, I call them tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Some people call them gym shoes too, I think, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My grandmother so, calls them gym shoes. I'm like, Granny, yeah. they're tennis yeah. shoes. <laughs> but when I'm talking to one, someone and being formal, I will say sneakers or kicks. So it just okay. depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what's the most you spent? Ooh. Um, I'm going to just say this. I have never spent more than 200 Okay. And I, say, and I say that because my foot is small. Let's just say that. And um, being being grown and being <laughs> budgeting, you can't just go out and buy. You know, some people can. I, I'm not even going front. Some people can. Some people have that luxury. But if you don't have that luxury, you very, I'm very conservative. So no more than $200 for a pair of shoes. So, and I okay. actually think I just bought a pair that was like a 180 and I was mad. So <laughs> I was upset. <laughs> I was like, but so, I'm going to do it. But I don't want to. <laughs> now you said that you have a small foot. Are you, can you wear t- kid shoes? I saw I wear size seven and kids. Girl. Yeah. You are so lucky. I, I haven't worn a kid shoe. Uh, I don't know. Did I ever wear a kid shoe? Like, I think when I left elementary school, I don't think I was wearing it. What size does kids shoe stop? Like a seven? A seven. Maybe seven and a half, but seven. Yeah. Yeah. So by the time I left elementary school, yeah, I was done with kids shoes. And it's so funny you said it because I went to uh, a shoe store like two months ago. I wanted to get some boots and I was trying them on and one of the guys was like, you might want to try a woman's size. I said, no. <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> I was so upset when he told me that. I was like, you know what? I don't even want the shoe no more. I know you want it. <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> don't tell yeah, me that. It, yeah, if you are accustomed to getting a kid's shoe and then you see the price if you go up half a size size like a woman's size you're like Mm-mm, i don't want them <laughs> exactly and the price jump is crazy it's like you're only inches couple and you're jumping to like hundreds i'm like wow yeah i don't yeah. want to do that but yeah kids shoes are um they're expensive too yes yes they are shockingly they are yes yeah. Yeah, I remember um, it was the beginning of the school year and I told my nephew I would buy him some shoes, you know. And so I I think I had chose some shoes or his mom had sent me some shoes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I could buy all three of those. Right. And then he changed his mind. Oh. And he was like, I'd rather have this. He changed one of the pairs. Okay. That one... Oh man, I know. Had this. taken over like more than <laughs> half of the shoe budget. I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy these shoes now, right? But I'm never, <laughs> never ever. letting him choose again. <laughs> yes, yes. 
It's just gonna yeah. be from my heart, and this is there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, okay, you get to choose from these shoes. <laughs> these right here. Yeah, because you know what's funny? He didn't even care about like the name of the shoe. It was all about the colors. Wow. Oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he was like. I said, why did you choose this shoe? He was like, because it has my favorite colors in it. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. So it wasn't coming from like a, um, I don't know. It wasn't coming from a place like, oh, I have to have expensive shoes. It was uh-huh. like, no, I just like these shoes because it's my favorite color. So I, I went with it. Yeah. See, I love children. I love children because they're so genuine. You know, they're not thinking about, you know the name brand. They just want a light up shoe. You know, I'm like, let the mm-hmm. let the babies be great. Give them the Walmart shoe. Give them the Spider Man shoe. It's the parents. It's the parents that want them to wear the high end. Oh, my son's not gonna be walking around with Walmart shoes. I'm like, well, he's he's five. He doesn't care. He just wants some light up shoes. Let the baby be great. And it's it's the parents. Okay, hold on, <laughs> hold on, Jessica. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Some of those kid light up shoes, character shoes are straight up ugly. Okay, some of them. Some of them you okay. I I, I give you that. Okay. Because let me tell you <laughs> that, that that's they are because that same nephew when he was like two or three, we went to Target mm-hmm. and he was like, um, can we look at the kids' shoes? Because I was looking at the women's shoes. He was like, can we look at the kids' shoes? And I was like, sure. We walked over. He was like, I like these Paw Patrol shoes. Mm-hmm. Can I have them? And I was like, Mm-mm. no. <laughs> she I said, said no. <laughs> but, but there's a but. I found some Paw Patrol shoes in there that actually look cute. Okay. And I said, how about these? And he said, yes, I'd like those. So that day, we got a Paw Patrol hat, Paw Patrol t-shirt. Oh, he, was, he was the happiest Paw Patrol. Ever. And he could not stop staring at his feet as he was walking. Yeah. But yeah, Jessica, <laughs> I'm with, I'm kind of, because some of those character shoes, they are straight up ugly. Yeah, so, some of them are kind of <laughs> like, what was y'all thinking? But, you know, it, it, you got to let the kids be happy with what they got and be happy with, you know, the light up shoes. So, but I get it though. Yeah. I, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely with kids wearing the light up shoes, the character shoes, mm-hmm. because like you said, their kids don't put the, they can't be ugly though. Uh, uh-huh, there you go. <laughs> don't put, don't make them materialistic because you see that a lot. And if a, if a kid can't have that shoe, right. Mm-hmm. Then the their you know their classmates mm-hmm. are now saying, "Oh, you got on those cheap those mm-hmm. cheap shoes," and I think it stems from the parents because kids are nothing but um, like repeaters. Mm-hmm. They're nothing. They they reflect their parents when they're Most really definitely. small. I definitely agree. And with that. Yeah, and so if you're calling them whammies or you're calling them cat hit, you know, whatever mm-hmm. people are calling a shoe that maybe they don't think is popular, and then that goes into the classroom, it really causes a problem. It does. It affects their self-esteem early. 
you know, and it's, you know, people look at it as, oh, that's just small. That's not a big deal. But yeah, it stems to other things because that's when bullying comes in, you know, and um, it does stem from the parents. That That is definitely a, a reflection from them, you know, because what parents don't understand is, yes, you want your kids to look nice. Of course, you don't want them to look a certain way or you always want them to be presentable. But the mentality of being uh, materialistic, you don't want to push or put that on them because then when they're in their teens, they expect the things. They will, mm-hmm. you know, I've always had them. Why do I have to stop them now? And it makes them feel less than because they don't have them. On top of being bullied and told, oh, you know, those shoes are whack or whatever. So it it does affect them very much so. So it's very important to try to find a balance because you do want them to look good. You do want them to look presentable, but just let them know that this is not, that doesn't make you, you know, you make the clothes. Exactly. That's really important. The shoes <clears throat> don't make you, you make the shoes. Most definitely. Most definitely. It's a big, big issue now. And it's so crazy because it wasn't a big thing back in the day. It was just like, oh, you may get teased a little bit, but you still was cool. You still had that. But now it's serious. It's got more serious. So Yeah. I could I can remember you just needed to go to school being clean there you go. and neat. And smell good. <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But um, people put so much on name brands. Like, I don't know if the kids where you live um, wear uniforms, Mm -hmm. where I'm from, the kids wear Mm -hmm. uniforms, where I live at now, the kids don't wear uniforms. Yes, they do. Um, It depends on um, what district you you live in. But mostly, yes, they do wear uniforms. now, And that's a good thing, I think. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's a good thing um, as well. One for for parents who, whether you have one kid or you have a lot of kids, it doesn't require so much money for you to style, you know, your kid every day. Correct. Right. So you can buy them, you know, a school for a start, you can buy them a week's worth of uniforms Mm -hmm. that can last for a while. And, you know, as time goes on, maybe you have to replace some of the shirts if they're faded or pants, if they're stained, but it's not as expensive when you have to, dress a kid every day because you're like, oh, you know, um, I don't, I want to say Susie's, Sally's and Johnny's, but <laughs> there aren't any Susie, Sally's and Johnny's. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, you know, little, little kid A, you know, maybe they're, they're not wearing their Mickey Mouse shirt, you know, this week and people are like, why are you wearing your Mickey Mouse shirt? You know, the following week when you had it on, mm-hmm. now with them having their uniform, you know, if parents can't, you know, afford to, you know, keep buying those uniforms, the kid is clothed. Yes. And they they all look alike. Yes. However, I still see that people still, like we said about the tennis shoes, they're still um, making a big deal. So parents, if you're listening, if you can afford your, you know, for your kid to have tennis shoes, hey, that's great. But don't teach them that that's where their their values are. That's that is what makes them. Mm-hmm. That's not what makes them. How they treat people, mm-hmm. that is what makes them. How they carry themselves, how they respect themselves, those are the things that you know makes them. Not what is on their body. Most, right? most definitely, I totally agree on that. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I think it was Judge Mathis. I remember seeing an episode where there was a guy who ordered some sneakers Mm -hmm. from like a sneaker seller. Mm -hmm. And the guy said that the sneakers were fake. (laughs) Can, Can you tell whether or not a sneaker is fake? Oh, in the beginning stages, which I am in, I'm still learning to differ between real and fake because you can't imagine the detail that people go into when it comes to telling a shoe from being real or fake. I mean, people actually are getting trained for this. This is a skill. Like I may catch like, hey, this color is different, all that logos kind of off or you know you might see but some people can tell by the stitching the material what date the the shoe came in and the the material that is supposed to, i mean it's it's serious so me i'm not at that level yet but i can tell from the basic shoe from being you know fake or real yeah i remember like when you first start hearing about fake tennis shoes, like if you had the Jordans, mm-hmm. um, I think there was like something funny about how the the Jordan hand yeah, the was. Jump man. The Jumpman hand, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> the way that uh, some people said that the Jordan shoe has, the, the Jordan sign has at the bottom, he has shoes, but he don't. So if he has like a little, like a little tongue on his, on the tennis shoe, is fake or if the ball is smaller than what it's supposed is fake um the size of the head you know if it's too big it's so many so many things that go into what's real and what's fake so like i said these people are trained to to look at you and be like yeah no that's fake and i just think that's a wonderful skill that's that takes a lot of time (laughs) to know yeah everyone yeah so I think if I'm not mistaken, because I, um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a sneaker mm-hmm. head, but isn't there like a sneaker con? Yes. Yes. There actually are multiple sneaker cons in different States. I know here in Indianapolis, we had one in February and I know Chicago is coming in having one. And I know, um, Kentucky, they actually just had one. So yeah, they're big. They're popping up everywhere, actually. So it's a thing. Yeah. Ha- have you ever been to one? I have not. I-, I missed the last one. I'm just so far broken. I missed the last one, but I'm trying to catch the Chicago one. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw a um, a clip online where it was a young girl. She looked like she was maybe 14, and she went up to the table. And I think somebody put her up to it Mm -hmm. to try to sell these sneakers. The guy opened the box and like closed the box. Like it was not very long between him opening and closing. It It was telling him, telling her, no, thank you. Wow. And that's because the shoes were fake. Wow. See, I'm trying to tell you, there's people who know, (laughs) I don't know if he was just being a certain way, but I think you would take a little bit longer than just a little peek to see if it's real or not. Yeah. I think, I mean, it was like he opened the box, looked at it, put it right back, and it was like, no, thank oh, you. Oh, wow. <laughs> and like I said, I've never mm-hmm. been to one, so I can imagine on how, but they're probably really stickler on that because reputation is 
key. If anyone gets a sniff that you're selling fake sneakers, it's over. Nobody wants to deal with that. Yeah. So they're really stickler on that. So I, I believe it. He probably was like, he wasn't yeah. having it. Do you, um, do you remember, like, I know you had your, your tennis shoes that you were taking care of, right? Mm -hmm. But do you remember like the first pair of shoes someone brought to you to clean? Like, actually, yes. Yeah. I remember <laughs> it was actually maybe about two years ago, actually. When they didn't want me about to, two years ago, yeah, they didn't want me to. Um, I'll take that back, probably three, go back three years. Uh huh. They didn't want me to clean them, they wanted me to change the color of the whole shoe. And that I was like, ooh, that's different. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can do it or not. So I told them, I'm not gonna charge you anything, and I'm just gonna see, you know, how it turns out. And it turned out pretty good. You know, I, I I learned from it. I you know I messed up a little bit, but definitely that was like the hook to say, oh, okay, I love to do this. All right, this is what I, I think I want to do or start trying to do. So, yeah, you know, um, I think that's kind of cool because, like you were saying, being able to uh, extend the life of a tennis shoe yeah. that you really like. Mm -hmm. So if you could go in and maybe change some like color details, like say like for the Nike swoosh, mm -hmm. if, you know, if you have an all white pair and you're like, you know what, I want to do a little something with it. Maybe you paint that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different color. It's like a, especially with all white shoes, it's like a, just a blank canvas. And if you already have like artistic, like my father, he's a wonderful uh, graphic designer and I look up to him hundred percent like I just love his artwork and so I grew up with drawing and he did graffiti on his walls and like he's really good with coloring and so I just grasped that and so in a lot of my um artistic you know endeavors I've grown to like love and see what I could do so when I started messing with shoes that I've already you know had and see what I can do it just it just grew it definitely grew Nice. So we know that you launder the shoes, right? Yes. So you, when you launder them, you're cleaning the insides, you're cleaning the the bottom. Yeah. So everything. So the so the um the gist of it is, I, it's a laundry mat. So you had different cycles. So I have okay. a express clean, I have a regular clean, I have a deep clean, and I also have a permanent clean, which was customizations to where I painted. And do it like that and i also have special services where we clean the bottoms and turn them back to white and we also which is called icing icing the sole and we also do a deep cleaning with suede and nubuck so for like your boots for the winter your uggs you know we clean those as well so there's just different cycles so whatever you need we uh we try to take care of Okay, so you're not just with tennis shoes, but you're with, like you said, the UGG boots. Oh, yes. Um, do you do like Timberland boots? I know those are really popular. Yes, I've had a pair that I cleaned this year. I've actually had two pairs I've cleaned this year. I've had multiple pairs of UGGs. Um, actually, I have a pair that I'm working on right now. Um, so, yeah, especially in this time of season with the wintertime, all the ladies, they love to get <laughs> get those those boots clean for the for the season. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, have you done, I know I want to talk about you painting them, but have you ever done like the uh, bedazzling? I have not tried that yet. I have a good friend of mine who actually ventured off and tried it on her own. And she hit me up. She was like, it, it worked perfect. Like, it looks great. So she's going to, we're going to have to connect. And so she's going to have to teach me how to do it. Because I actually will love, I think I've had someone ask me to do it. I just haven't connected with them yet. But yeah, it's coming down, it's coming down the pipeline. I'm sure I'm going to get into that as well. Yeah. Because like we were talking about for the sneaker balls, you know, um, maybe somebody might have a tennis shoe, but they want a little Blink a little bedazzle to it. <laughs> sure, yeah. it's possible. It's definitely possible. So, yeah, I look forward to doing that'll be that. cool. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, tell me about your uh, your painting, your freehand painting. What's one of the most interesting requests you've gotten? Oh man, you know what the the most, which I'm not going to say difficult thing to do is when someone tells you just do what you want to do. And you have no, <laughs> and you have no guidelines of what colors or what. So it's just literally all on you. Um, mm-hmm. I think probably that would be the, the one that does it for me. Um, I've had people come and tell me they they want like little drips on, um, the Nike sign on the Air Force One. I've done butterflies. Um, I've done cartoon characters. Um, so it's a very wide range i mean like i said i can change a color of a shoe change the the leather of it um change the texture of it so it's just wherever someone asks i'll say i'll see if i can do it nice <laughs> <laughs> i listen i think your business is so good um you went, you know, we talked a little bit, but is there anything that we haven't mentioned that you want <clears throat> folks to know about your business? Um, we are expanding. I am actually looking for a storefront as we speak right now. Um, I want to be able to connect with my customers and be able to, you know, grow a relationship with them and let them know that that we are here in Indy and we will, you know, continue to try to give to our community and show that, you know, we're here to help as much as we can. Yeah. Listen, I think that's so awesome that you're looking for a storefront. Um, so do you run this business by yourself? Do you have a business partner? Uh, do you contract anybody? <laughs> Actually, that's a, you know, good question. My wife helps me uh, on the side. Um, she helps me with my bookings and she helps me, you know, to get all my supplies together and stuff like that. But in the last past, maybe two weeks, I've had a couple people who want to collab with me. So here soon I'll be collabing with someone with clothing and apparel and collabing with, uh, t-shirts that match their like RIP shirt. I'll have some shoes that match mm-hmm. their shirt for like uh, someone that's passed away. Really? So I've had a, a good amount of people who are contacting me and it's just a matter of a couple of weeks and um, just so exciting to see how people are reacting to, uh, to our business. So. Wow, Jessica, that is like, that's so awesome because 
you have to put yourself out there. If you don't put yourself out there, people don't know the talent that you have. And that is so true. And so, that is so true. Yeah. So because you've done that, people are like, oh, y'all see that work that Jessica's doing? Let's get with her. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, of course, you know, we, we all know that at some point in life, we are going to, you know, leave the earth. Mm -hmm. our, our, our spirits will leave these bodies. But the fact that you want to uh, remember someone, not only with the t-shirts, but also with the shoes, like, yeah, that's so and, cool. Uh, I actually did a pair uh, February uh, for a good friend of mine. Uh, her brother passed away uh, a couple years back and she was like, I've never had a shoe that matches the shirt that has him on it. And to see her face and to see she cried and it, it was emotional for me as well because I'm actually bringing that person back to to that loved one. And it's very emotional yeah. and they really, you know, people really take that serious. So for me to be able to, to, to bring that for her, it was an honor. It really was. So any type of memorial for someone or, um, you know, just to celebrate someone's life, I'm all for it. That is just an amazing thing. Yeah, that is an amazing thing. And I know, I know that you already said, Hey, I'm looking for a storefront, right? Yes. So that's going to be really cool. But I want you to just take a moment. Don't think about the how. Okay. Okay. And I want you to tell me what is one of the biggest dreams you have for your business? Oh, man. I think the biggest dream is to be, uh, to be worldwide. To not just be here in Indiana, but to be worldwide. And to have our services help everyone that's in this, you know, position to to get help. You know, there's a lot of sneaker. I mean, there's sneakerheads across the country, across the United States, and it's a big community. And if I can put a little love into that community, I, I would love to do that. So just to put my stamp and to say, hey, we're here and we're here to help and we're ready to go. I think that's so awesome. That, and from your mouth to God's ears, it will be. It will be. I accept that. Yes. So, Jessica, I thank you so much. I'm sure the listeners have enjoyed hearing you talk about tennis shoes. I'm sure you could probably talk some more. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I want... Yes. But I want them to have an opportunity to reach out to you. Okay. So, tell us. What's your social media uh, so that they can connect with you? And hey, if they're like, hey, Jessica, I need these shoes laundered. I need these boots laundered. I need these Uggs laundered. Tell them how to get in contact with you and to um, use your services. Okay. Um, our website is freshkicks317.com. And remember, the kicks is a Z. Um, our Instagram is fresh kicks underscore, I'm sorry, fresh underscore kicks dot three one seven. And that is our Instagram page. And our Facebook page is simply just fresh kicks. So uh, you can contact us directly to Instagram or our uh, website. All right. And say your, say your Instagram and Facebook for me one more time. Okay. Our Instagram is fresh with the underscore and kicks with the Z dot three one seven. 
And our Facebook page is Fresh Kicks with a Z. Nice. So you guys contact Jessica so that you can have some fresh kicks. Okay. <laughs> All right. This has been another amazing episode at the table with D Monique. Thank you so much to our guest, Jessica, Thank you for, having for me. coming on. You are more than welcome. And hey, come back when you get your storefront, come back and tell us about the whole process. Oh, most definitely because will. yeah. And you know what? There's one question I, I like to ask and I forgot to ask. So let me ask this question. What is a word of advice that you would give an entrepreneur, not just someone that is in the tennis shoe business, but anybody who's looking to start? What is a, um, what's a piece of advice you would offer an entrepreneur? Uh, the biggest advice I can give someone is to dream big. Do never, never cap yourself. Never say, okay, I just want to do this. Just know that your talent is meant to to be in the world. And like you said, you are great. You are worthy. And never think that your dream is anything less than. So always go for your big your dreams. Dream big. Never stop. I don't care if you fumble, if you think you, you know, are not gonna make it, just know that you're gonna make it. <laughs> It will be. It That's will right. be. So just keep dreaming big. I I love that, Jessica. Thank you so much. Um, if you guys want to come on, if you want to come talk to me at the table, my contact information will be in the show notes, um, or you can send me a message on Instagram. Um, on Instagram, you can look up at the table with Demonique, or you can look up Demonique podcast. Any of those will. Uh, allow you to get in contact with me. Um, yeah. Also, I'm always looking for some snack ideas. Send me some snack suggestions. They do have to be vegan. <laughs> right. So don't play with right. me. <laughs> <laughs> don't play with me, tempting me with those other good desserts. Because listen, just because a dessert isn't vegan doesn't make it good. It's just, I don't, um, I, I want the vegan ones. Right, okay? right. So until next time, be blessed and peace.